Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Behind the Curtain Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Loy. This is a podcast where we take an inside look at an expat life. As an American citizen who has lived in Central Europe for almost 20 years, I'm going to take you behind the scenes to explore the joys and struggles of a foreigner. Welcome back to the Behind the Curtain podcast. Uh, I'm excited to get into the second part of the relationship series with you all today. I want to talk about something that for me is quite deeply personal. And you'll see why in a little bit. Uh, But I want to start off with a question that many, many people ask me, whether they live in Europe or whether they live in the United States. Many will ask me the same question. That is, what do you miss most from being away from your home country? When I first answer that, I usually answer it with a superficial answer, like pizza. There's a special pizza place that I have near where my parents live, and is the best pizza in the world. And every time I see pizza uh, on a TV show, uh, I begin to really, really crave that pizza from back in the States. But really, there's a deeper answer that is closer to the truth. And that is, my kids uh, don't have the chance to see their grandparents regularly. Now, thankfully, my wife and I, we have parents that do a very, very good job with engagement with our children. Um, but my children, they don't get that proximity of seeing their grandparents regularly. In my past, uh, we would visit my grandparents every single Sunday. There's that, that bond and that community that develops because they're just nearby. The lack of having the grandparents close by and seeing them uh, very regularly is, is a struggle that I have. It's one of the things I miss most about living overseas. Uh, it's also the idea that there's not that support system that many people have in their home country. You know, if I want to go on a date with my wife, uh, who would watch the kids? Or if there was some sort of crisis, like a child had to go to the hospital, who would watch the kids while, or who would support us while we went off to the hospital? There's that missing um, of a family and, and, and community in which to really, really lean on. Thankfully, here in the Czech Republic, we do have a group of people that we really can lean on if there is an emergency or something. But um, there's that bond with the family that is is probably missing a little bit. The third thing is what I would call reunion. I miss uh, the picnics, the grill parties, where we're all gathered together. Or maybe we all go to the cinema together as a family. And of course, you got the the Thanksgiving celebrations and the Easter celebrations and the Christmas celebrations, we don't get to experience that as a family. So the question then becomes, when you're missing that community from back in your home country, how does the expat fill that void? And I actually would like to put that question to all of you out there. How do you fill that void when you live in another country? So you could write me at the Behind the Curtain Podcast at gmail.com, and I'd love to hear your stories on how... You filled the void of community while you lived in another country. Let's share those stories together. I'm going to share with you uh, my story. And it starts from when I first came to to the Czech Republic. I was 22 years old. And I lived in an apartment in this small town in the mountain areas of the Czech Republic. And I lived in a family house. And it was near the train station. And uh, I lived on the first floor of a three-floor home. 
Each floor had its own apartment. And I rented from a 75-year-old woman whose name was Mrs. Parmova. Now, I want you guys to try to imagine this apartment. I'm going to try to describe it for you. So if you walked into the apartment, on the right, you would have one room there. And it was very, very formal. A lot of antiques and grandmotherly knickknacks. There was a big china cabinet. And in it were crystal plates and glasses. It had this formality to it. The next door down, or the next room down, there was the bedroom. And I hardly ever went into the bedroom because the bed was an old bed. There was no mattress. It was just six cushions put together. And I remember the first night I got into the Czech Republic and I, and I could not sleep on it. It was so uncomfortable. So for the next three years, I proceeded to just sleep on the couch. If you went into the living room, there was a paisley couch. Uh, there was a table in there. And there was this old clock. And the clock would chime on the hour. And I ended up really loving that chiming, but it had that old antiquated feel to it when you walked into my apartment. The kitchen had antique silverware and utensils and the appliances were older. I remember I had a stove that looked like something straight out of 1935. And I'm still not certain it wasn't. It had three settings, one, two, and three for the oven and the stove. That was the world I lived in. And this was Mrs. Parmova's old apartment. When I moved in, she rented it out, and she moved upstairs and lived with her teenage grandson. She was in her 70s, and she was generally healthy and robust, but at times she would have streaks of hypochondria and mixed with some real complaints about her knees. She struggled moving around from time to time. She really valued cleanliness in her home, and she always had a well-kept garden outside. Behind her industrious demeanor, there was a sadness in her eyes. And this is due to years of, of heartbreak and loss throughout her life. Um, her husband had passed away, her only daughter had passed away, and her son-in-law had passed away. She had lost some cousins, I know, in, in Auschwitz during the German occupation in World War II. And so she lived in that second floor with her grandson. She was a fidgety and nervous woman, desperately trying to, to hold life together in a chaotic world. But she would just carry on and tend her tidy garden, clean her house on a regular schedule, and provide meals for her grandson. One day she'd be devoted to mopping the stairwell, uh, another to vacuuming the house, and another one pulling out weeds in her garden. And that was the world that I was, I guess, thrust into. And at first, it was quite clunky. It didn't really work really well at first. I remember the first night that I stayed there, I was sleeping on the couch, and I had jet lag. And I think it was around noon, I had slept in really late, and I heard a knock at the door. I had no idea what was going on. I, I go to the door, my hair disheveled and everything, and there's Mrs. Parmova and her grandson, and they brought lunch down to have lunch. And I remember one of my first meals in the Czech Republic was fried cauliflower and boiled potatoes. And that, for me, was breakfast. But I sat there thinking, what am I doing? And later I had to ask that they not bring lunch down every day because I'm an American. I like to have more personal space. I know trying to communicate was quite difficult. Uh, I would use some English. I didn't know Czech well at the time. 
And she would always try to speak to me in German, which was funny because I didn't know any German. I ended up eventually learning that Schlafen meant sleep and Essen meant eat. Uh, but it, it was a little bit awkward at first. And, you know, I was a 22-year-old living on my own in a foreign country. And I would, I would be a slob sometimes. I would take my clothes and just put them on a chair for a little bit or put them on the floor somewhere. Uh, I wouldn't wash my dishes right away and there became a pile. I'm, I'm ashamed to say this now. I'm not like this right now. But I would go out to teach and during that time she would come into the apartment. She would fold my clothes. She would wash the dishes, vacuum and clean up and tidy up the, the apartment. And, and that was a really nice thing for a 22-year-old, but I probably drove her crazy being in her old apartment and just not being so tidy. One of my favorite stories from that time has to do with the dishes. Uh, as I said, I would have a pile of the dishes in the sink, and I remember one time I had a really big pile. And it was Friday evening, and I went out that night to the cinema. I came back that night, and I realized that all the dishes had been cleaned. And I was really grateful, and I always was really grateful for what, for what she had done for me. And uh, that night I went to bed. I woke up the next morning, had some breakfast, and I put the plate into the sink. But as I put the plate in the sink, I realized that there was a strange-looking rag in my sink. I had never seen it before. And I picked it up, and I was aghast because what I realized, it was a pair of my underwear. And all those dishes that had all been put away had all been washed with a pair of my underwear. And now this underwear was all gray and has spaghetti stains on it. <laughs> And this really, for me, begged two questions. The first one, was the underwear clean or not? To this day, I do not know. I'd like to assume they were clean. The second question was, was Mrs. Potomova teaching me a lesson or not? I don't know, but I did learn a lesson. I love that story because it was a grandmother teaching a young one how to go about doing the dishes. She also had bad eyesight, so maybe she just didn't see that what she was using, but I don't know. But over time, a bond began to develop with Mrs. Potomova. Uh, you know, she would invite me upstairs to lunch, and we would sit there, and she had made, she was a really good cook, and she would make some really good food, and I would try in my way to communicate with her and try to ask questions about, you know, maybe World War II or the world during communism or her life personally. Um, I would go up uh, and visit at Christmas time and have carp with them and celebrate Christmas with them. I remember there was a time where there was a craze on the game show, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? And I remember going up a couple times and just sitting in the apartment with her in the evening and just watching Who Wants to Be a Millionaire together. And I would try to answer the questions in, in my check. And it was a time that we could just sit there together and I could give her some company. And my favorite memory of all was that she, on Sundays, would bake a fresh kolach. For those of you that don't know what kolach is, it's a little bit like a pie. It's a circular pastry with fruit in the middle. It's a Czech specialty. And every Sunday, she would make one from fruit from her garden. And it was fresh, and she would bring it down as a gift to me. And what ended up happening through all this bringing kolach down and visiting at Christmas time and spending time watching Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and and having lunches together, is that I ended up becoming 
an adopted grandson of sorts. And I eventually began to call her Babi, which is grandma in Czech. And there's some things about this that I just want to share a little bit. Is that, you know, for a foreigner, living in another country can be lonely at times. Maybe you've experienced that, living in a foreign country. It's a little bit like living on an island. The community from your home country is just not there. That begs the question that I'd asked earlier. How do you fill that void of community that you lost from your home country? I know some people um, that go and hang out with other expats. They hang out uh, with the same people of their nationality. And that's okay. I do that too. But sometimes if you only stay with your own nationality, you might be missing out on experiences like being a Czech grandson. And I just want to say that experience is priceless. You can't manufacture it. You can't buy it. You can't go to the souvenir store and get that. I got to be a Czech grandson and to have that experience that I'll take and hold for the rest of my life. So I just want to conclude with a couple thoughts here. If you're a foreigner, try to step out and make those relationships. Go look for those relationships. It's hard. It's harder than beginning. As I was saying, it was clunky and awkward at first. A lot of mistakes, but it's worth it because you can get that priceless experience. And many of you could attest to this. If you know a foreigner who lives among you, I just want to say the personal touch matters. The fact that Mrs. Paramova, Bobby, would come down and just give me a collage touched me deeply. I got a real foreigner experience from that. In the end, I was an adopted Czech grandson who got collage on Sundays. Now, Mrs. Paramova passed away many years ago. And I don't know how she impacted others, but I know that she impacted me. She did it by establishing a real relationship with me and giving me the gift of experiencing a Czech grandmother. She was my first introduction to the Czech Republic. And, you know, I don't know if I would have stayed in the Czech Republic for almost 20 years if it wasn't for her. It was my first step into the door of living overseas. And her kindness and her generosity and bringing that collage set me on a path of living in the Czech Republic and be able to develop a sense of community in the Czech Republic. And I was able to fill that void of not having my home country community by being a grandson in her family. You know, any other introduction to the Czech Republic could have led me somewhere else. But I've been here 20 years. I've got a great job. I met my wife in the Czech Republic. My children were born in the Czech Republic. So I just want to end this episode by saying, thank you, Bobby. You're remembered very well. Thank you for listening to the Behind the Curtain podcast. If you want to get the show notes or have new episodes delivered directly to your phone, you can go to the website behindthecurtainpodcast.buzzsprout.com to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, any ratings, reviews, or shares are greatly appreciated. If you'd like to connect, you can write me at the Behind the Curtain Podcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your questions and comments. This is Justin Loy. Take care, and I'll talk to you later.